Parenting Your Child in Recovery, the podcast that speaks the truth about your child's recovery. Relapse is not normal. Phony success rates can't define where your family wants to be in 5, 10, or 15 years from now. And most importantly, your child is not an addict. From 9 to 5, been biting my tongue for all this time, won't let anyone cut me short. I was thinking this was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life, no one be no good My name is Rich Jones, RN, and this is Essential Change, the podcast, episode number 65. Going to title this one, Leave No Recovery Behind. My title statement today is going to be a repeat of the mantra, leave no man behind, or no person behind. I'm pretty sure it was no man behind, though. And this has given the ultimate confidence to our most respected fighting forces. And each person in the recovery process and a battle for recovery needs to have that same confidence that their brothers in arms, per se, would not leave them behind. Before we go on, let's work on that message again. The message is most important. I work on it every day, and I try to work it on this podcast. So today we're going to switch around a little bit. We're going to say this. We're helping the families of young adults in recovery start again, this time with every tool sharpened, and complete recovery a must. Sounds pretty good. What tools are we talking about? The tools that you use, you may use, uh, you may have uh, medical help, you may have therapeutic help, you may have help from your clergy, uh, you may have social worker help in the family. We're going to take all those tools, sharpen them up, recognize them for what they are, sharpen them up, make sure they're in fine work and order, And then we're going to use those and spearhead a plan that makes complete recovery a must instead of just haphazardly gathering, trying to gather moss as we roll down that hill, per se. A personal statement, though. I really got a lot of uh, got some feedback this week, and I think it's going to help make me a better podcaster. It won't make me a better podcaster, but it'll help. I was posting in a group and just, you know, asking some questions and trying to, you know, stir up a little conversation I was threatened by one of the monitors because they read my profile and decided that I was a a professional huckster of some sort of some type and then ultimately determined that I wasn't a a professional. I wasn't qualified. And I responded, a professional at what and qualified for what? I didn't ask you for anything. So that kind of got my goat. I was in a, one of the um, one of the groups that pertain to families in recovery, and I like to read and look and be involved in those groups because that is mentally, you know, what I'm passionate about and what I think about and what I do. So obviously, I'm going to be in those groups, listening to people, offering some insight if I can. I don't go in there to try to find clients, but I do go in there to see and hear what people are feeling, listen to their problems, and sometimes I can, you know, drop some wisdom and sometime I can learn a few things. So that's why I'm in those podcasts. So on the off chance that somebody who was in that group, one of the monitors were threatening me, uh, that's how I feel about it. And I hope you enjoy this podcast also. Okay, let's go back to the podcast. A few things are more, ins- more assuring 
then knowing that your brothers and sisters will come get you regardless of what happens. And they will stop at nothing to come get you because that's a commitment that you guys made. Uh, the military did it uh, usually for the extraction of soldiers or seriously wounded soldiers and removing them from behind enemy lines. And that was a, that gave confidence to soldiers. They went in and they went in as a team and it was a band of the brothers. And just in case you were left behind the lines, you, you really felt like there was no reason to really give up because your brothers would come get you. And they gave you confidence in your survival, confidence in your fighting ability. Well, we kind of want to adopt that same feeling in the recovery process. We need to let people know when we're helping them recover, we're in the recovery process ourselves, that we know that our brothers, our sisters, our people, our friends will come get us and come save us and risk risk their own parts of their own selves in order to come save us. Uh, it's funny that when I was reading about No Man Behind, it said that you'll never find it in any written publications. And that makes sense. The same as in the recovery process. No one ever writes down, we will not, we will not leave you behind. As a matter of fact, they write down the opposite. We will leave you behind basically this. And how they say that is, well, the recovery is up to you. And ultimately it is. They weren't ready yet. And ultimately some people are not ready yet. But a lot of times that mindset is planted from the very beginning, and it leaves it leaves doubt when it's planted in the very beginning. Do you have to write down a promise? No, but you need to give more reassurance that we're coming to get you. We're coming to get you. We're coming to save you. There are risks to there's risk to people who or situations where you want to express the fact that you will not leave someone behind. There are risks to that because we. Uh, have to put our reputations and sometimes even our safety on the line in order to go and get a brother or a sister or a friend or a relative or a child out of danger. A lot of times there's a risk to that. So sometimes family members have to put their reputations or their safety on the line. And a lot of times when they've already done that a couple of times, those losses sting. And people are really tentative about getting back in there. So it's best to have a plan and a mantra like leave no man behind when you go in. And that helps not only the person lost, but the people going to find. It helps them. That gives them strength. And it's very important. And remember, sometimes the individuals that need rescuing aren't exactly rescuable. And that's important. That's something that we have to understand when we make the commitment. Everybody's not rescuable. Some people act like you're the enemy when you're trying to help them. And we need to all know that from the very beginning. Sometime that will be the case. It's always not so, so pretty. And you want to help them believe that you will come help them. And a lot of times that's just from communication, being there, being available, being vulnerable, and looking to to, to really bring somebody and keep somebody safe. A lot of times that's not really easy because our social situation these days, a lot of people are for themselves, obviously just for themselves. And as a group, we understand that. So a lot of times we will expect that from the people that we with. So again, we're in that recovery situation. Let's really talk about and make that a point that we're going to leave. We're not going to leave you behind. We're coming to get you and keep offering that faith, offering that faith. It's tough sometimes we understand that. That is exactly why 
I like to advocate sharpening all the tools in the cupboard, making sure that the individual who is in the recovery situation understands that you, along with the other areas, other people, other groups, other situations, other resources, understand that we're all in this together and we're all coming back to get you. The way we convey that to people is really basically showing empathy, providing privacy, and really trying to reduce the thought of shame. If we can get past the privacy and the shame mode, that really helps strengthen that length, that link, excuse me, between uh, those who uh, need recovery and those that are helping recovery. Privacy, provide privacy, reduce or eliminate shame. Let's provide some also some accountability and associated um, items. And what I mean by that is what we want to do is we want to make sure that people understand that we don't necessarily expect you to be perfect, but when we set up goals and we set up mile markers and we set up a task in order to complete this recovery, then we want to provide accountability for those things because that will strengthen the bond. That strengthens the bond between those that need help and those who want to give help. We also want to make sure that we continue to get as many people as possible joining in on that. There are more people, the more groups, the more tools we have in the chest, the more confidence we have that we will not leave someone behind or be left behind. Um, so in closing, let's remember that mantra, leave no person and leave no recovery behind. Let's try to take that recovery situation and let's really provide a mantra between us that we will not leave a person behind. We let's not go into these situations already discussing how many people are going to be left behind. I see that happen a lot, and in my opinion, it's harmful. Is it ultimately truthful? Yes, ultimately there are going to be some that are left behind, but I don't think we need to enter into it with that mantra at all. In closing, let's get some calls to action here. You guys go to secondstarts.com. That's number two, N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. Look around the website. There's a place on the counter if you want to talk about what we can do or how we can help. I'd be happy to. Whatever conversations you want to entertain about our situation and how, how we help you to leave no one behind. Also, a Facebook group. Come in and join if you can, please. Essential Recovery for the Families of Young Adults. We'd love to have you in there listen to the discussion. That would be beautiful. But until the next time, I want everybody to remember, let's get out there and help somebody. Get better, stay better, and be better.
Thank you for joining us on Parenting Your Child in Recovery, a podcast for the families of young adults in recovery. For more information, go to secondstarts.com. That's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S.com and our Facebook group, Parenting Your Child in Recovery. And if you or someone you know loves a young adult in recovery and want a customized premium change to recovery without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes, please go again to secondstarts.com, the number 2ndstarts.com, and book a free call. Thank you. Last night, what I do remember that it was real, real life. Talks about me.